The following is a presentation of the Eastern Michigan Sports Network from Learfield. Straight from the 734, it's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Your chance to get in on the action. Now, let's send it to the guys on the inside of it all, Greg Steiner and Alex Jewell. Month of December almost upon us, and that can only mean one thing. Alex is out gift shopping for me for my news blazer for the Eastern Insider Podcast. That's right. Christmas almost uh, here, right around the corner. I have not even started my shopping, so don't act like... uh... I'm sorry, Greg, you haven't even, you haven't hit my list yet. I've got some other people I need to get, but you will be there. But I haven't done, <laughs> I haven't done anything for anybody yet. I'm in crunch time. And uh, right now with December, I thought you were going to say it also brings snow because a lot of our listeners are probably getting ready to either shovel or snow blow their driveway. I know you're getting ready to do so tonight. Another inch or so coming later on this evening. And we got hammered pretty good. Oh, I was ill prepared for. Uh, I think the, everybody was for that. I, told, I was not anticipating to shovel as much snow as I did. Well, I saw Stan Heath yesterday. He said, "What's the good word?" I said, "Well, you're going to get home from Chicago to about four inches of snow." He said, "You're kidding." I said, "No, every bit of it. We. Uh, it was certainly a wintry one here. If you were if you were close to town this weekend, hopefully everybody's safe. All joking aside, hopefully you didn't have to go out for too much. But you know, it's a perfect time to say, Greg. There's no better entertainment if you're shoveling snow or maybe snow blowing, or maybe you have one of those really impressive rigs that goes on the front of your truck, than to listen to the Eastern Insider podcast. Studies have shown that if you listen to the Eastern Insider while you're plowing snow, it actually makes it an enjoyable experience. Of course, that poll was conducted by our office and filled out by our parents. But other than that, it's totally legit. Less chance of a heart attack or anything bad happen to you while you're on, because most likely- That is a claim we're not going to back up Most likely you'll be laughing at our show (laughs) anyways. Anyways, we hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We know that you probably had a little busier Thanksgiving than the most, Alex. We were in Mount Pleasant on Friday, Black Friday, for EMU football. We made the trip then back home then found our way to DePaul yesterday for more men's basketball. Unfortunately, it was not the weekend that EMU Athletics would have liked. The MAC Championship Trophy did not come home, and the upset did not transpire in DePaul. But uh, the the world goes on, and we get extra opportunities this week as men's basketball will head to California, and uh, women's basketball will continue their ways, and then we gear up for a bowl coming up. But it means a little gap for people before we get back to action. That's right. I mean, certainly a weekend that uh, I think a lot of the teams on campus would like to forget, so we will forget it. We're not going to dwell too much on the challenges, but you said at men's basketball, a couple of games this week to get uh, right back on track for themselves. Football will get a little break, as will women's basketball, Greg. They actually don't play until next Tuesday. They've got a big-time matchup coming up in Norman, Oklahoma, so they'll have a little bit of time to prepare for Fred Castro's homecoming down with the Sooners. But that means this week is all about the possibilities of where we're going bowling. And it's really an exciting time because so far, a lot of the bowl games that we've gone to, it's been right down to the wire wondering if we're even getting in this year. I'd be willing to wager a pretty uh, significant bet on the fact, of course, I'm not going to if you're listening in compliance, that we are going to be in a bowl game, seven wins. It's it's pretty clear. There's 83 teams eligible. There's 82 teams, 82 spots available. I certainly have all the confidence the six in the win world. Team cannot jump at seven. Yeah, teams. we're so we're going to be in. It's it's no doubt. And so it's fun this year to think about. It's not if we're in. It's but where we're going, who we're playing, and of course all the rumors are starting. One piece of advice for everybody out there: the bowl 
Predictions mean nothing. They've been wrong almost every year. So if you're still one of the people reading on CBS that we're going to the Bahamas Bowl, for example, um, well, that has been proven incorrect already. Toledo has accepted yeah. that invitation. Or if you're reading that we're not going to a bowl on ESPN, that's not true either. The exactly. six-win team, again, cannot hop a seven-win If we're going, so we are definitely going to Bolton, but now we get to play the fun game of where is it going to be. I think we've got it narrowed down to 13, 14, 16 options. Yeah. Um, uh, we're not We're not going to the Bahamas. We're not going to the Peach Bowl. We're not in the Rose Bowl. So I, I know Pasadena is not in the equation for this January. It's not. So, But the good news is we only have to sit and argue about where we're going for less than a week because on Sunday of next weekend, we'll, be t- we'll get to announce every team in the MAC will know where they're going. So Sunday afternoon, really be paying attention to the social media channels, to the website on emueagles.com. Of course, follow EMU Football and EMU Athletics. All the information you're going to need to know, we're going to have it ready for you. I promise you, Greg and I only hear maybe 10 minutes before the public does, if that. So even if we're, if that's if we're lucky, two years ago it was even less. Um, but we're going to get you everything you need to know this week and, and keep you updated. This is Cyber Monday, so we will have to uh, shell out and uh, give you a little publicity to the Iceman 3-pack that is currently going on on sale right now. You can get the December 11th game as well as two Mac games of your choosing for just $24. That's a huge savings. We hope to see you coming out to the George Gervin Day coming up on Saturday, December 11th, when FIU comes to town. We'll talk to Scott Weatherby about that day, along with plenty of other initiatives, but make sure to sign up and get your Gerving tickets for that day. And while you're at it, make sure, as you're thinking about it, Giving Tuesday, tomorrow, uh, the philanthropic day that uh, you give back to Eastern Michigan or your choosing uh, cause of choice. And we hope that you will support the 450 student athletes at EMU or this radio show, should you choose. That's right. I mean, we've got plenty of options to help out. Giving Tuesday is an incredible day all over the country for people and organizations to be raising money. We call it Giving True Day here at Eastern Michigan. So many great causes. You said it, Greg, whether it's... um, a sports team of your choosing, whether it's the Jim Streeter Fund that benefits this office, whether it's WEMU who broadcasts Eastern Michigan Athletics, all of those opportunities are so great. So we encourage you to go to emueagles.com and, and t- click on the Give tab if you're interested in learning more, if you're interested in any specific groups. There'll be plenty of social media push tomorrow, so there should be links available, lots of information. So really anywhere that you can give is a great cause. And every dollar goes back to the challenge gift that Phil and Carnati, the emeritus regent at Eastern Michigan, gave as part of last week's challenge announcement. He has given $1 million, but before the university gets it, the ECMU Athletic Department has to raise a million, so it's a $2 million gift. So we need your help to make sure that happens. Yeah, and how incredible is that? I mean, for every dollar that's raised, you're right, it's a perfect one-to-one match. So if Eastern Michigan gets a million dollars in donations tomorrow, they're going to get a straight another million from Phil and Carnati. We can't thank him enough for that commitment. But what an impact that can have on a department and all the student-athletes in just one day. So however you can support the teams, whether it's a dollar, ten dollars more, if it's nothing at all, just your support. We appreciate everything, and it, and it really benefits all the programs. I feel like we could go work for Molly Motherwell at WEMU after we've done our pledge drive right now. We could. I think we could absolutely do that. Anyways, we still have more on the show as well to get you set for the upcoming bowl campaign as uh, Alex and I made the trip across the SAPC this afternoon to talk with Dominic Vallada of the equipment room. He's the assistant over there under Ben Herman, an all-around great guy, and he gets us set for what it takes to get it 
equipment room ready and all the team ready for the bowl trip. Uh, the undertaking that entails a painstaking job and very detail-oriented. Well, I, there's nobody better to hear it from than Dom Vallada. He's been doing it for a long, long time, has experience in the NFL at Ohio State, Eastern Michigan. Uh, so a lot of people, you know, we mentioned it in the first part of our conversation, Greg. If I talk to you about an athletic trainer, pretty much everybody has an idea of what that looks like. Because equipment managers do so much across the spectrum, a lot of people don't know what it is they actually do. So there's nobody nobody better to tell you what their job actually entails than Dom. But he really goes into a more bowl-specific look at now that we know we're in a bowl and we don't yet know how what bowl we're in, what in the world are they doing to ensure that in a two-week span or less, they can get everything ready? And for those that don't know, there's so much that goes into it, whether it's actually getting the practice equipment down to wherever the bowl location is, new uniforms for the team, getting bowl patches stitched on all the way down in Texas, um, orders for donors, whatever it may be, there's so much um, that uh, goes into a bowl game. So he's a really good asset to talk to. And I think it'll be a really interesting conversation to see something from a different perspective for our listeners. He would have much rather been getting ready for the MAC championship at Ford field where Saturday you and I will see Northern Illinois take on Kent State in the battle for who will hoist a trophy in downtown Detroit. Uh, Who you got? You know what? I think that Kent State is probably overall a little bit better team, but I think Northern Illinois is going to get it done. Thomas Hammock has been... uh... has had some magic sauce this year. No team in the country has won more one-point games than NIU. They've got three one-point victories. They've got multiple one-score wins this year. Um, and they have quite simply, there's there's nothing easier to say than they've just almost had that team of destiny feel. Um, so I think Northern Illinois might be getting it done this weekend in Detroit. The two already matched up once this year. That was a 52-47 victor for the Golden Flashes. Give me flash fast. It's hard to beat a team twice. It is, but we'll see. We hope Credit uh, to Sean Lewis, though, too. What he's done at Kent State has been fantastic. He, he's been fantastic. So we hope to that you'll tune on, EMU ba- cheer on Eastern Michigan basketball uh, this week when they're in California. Then they're back at home against Alex's second favorite team. Northwood comes to town. It's also bowl announcement day. It's football bus day. It is a busy day, and we need you here that day to cheer on the green and white. We need you here. We need you following along. We need your support. So as we said, whether you, if you can be here, great. If you can't, follow along at emueagles.com or on social media. And as always, we appreciate you listening in to the Eastern Insider Podcast. So we're going to take a quick break. Right on the other side, it's Greg and I sitting down with Dominic Villada to tell you how a bowl game comes to fruition from the equipment side of things. And then Greg will sit down with Vice President and Director of Athletics, Scott Weatherby, to talk all things Gervin Day, the $1 million challenge gift, and so much more. You're listening to the Eastern Insider Podcast. For 82 years, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has been and continues to be committed to families all across Michigan. By providing access to care however, wherever, and whenever they need it, Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Whether you're in the D or out to sea, we always bring you the E on the only show that brings you all things Eastern all the time, the Eastern Insider Podcast. We're pleased to be joined by Assistant Equipment Manager Dominic Vallada. He's now in his seventh season already at Eastern Michigan. Still looks as good as the day he got here, (laughs) but certainly uh, excited to have him to talk about what goes in behind the scenes because, you know, Dom, if... I say the word athletic trainer or strength and conditioning. People, it's easy for them to kind of get an idea of what that person does or they recognize maybe a Stephen burning out on the field taking care of an injury or whatever whatever it may be. But if I say equipment manager, it 
sometimes can be a little confusing on what it is exactly you guys do because you do so much. So if you can give us a little bit of a, a spark notes version of what it is that your role is on a day-to-day, we'll start there. Sure. The easiest way to look at it, kind of what I tell people to try and describe what it is that we do is anything and everything that you see out on the field um, is provided by us. So that's jerseys, that's helmets, that's anything that coaches are wearing, anything on the sideline. Uh, we set up, we maintain, we order, we wash, <laughs> we launder, um, and then, you know, take it down and do it again the next day. Same thing goes with practice. All the uh, practice equipment we set up, we take down, we help run drills during uh, during practices. And, uh, you know, laundry is a big part of what we do, too, just uh Washing, drying, cleaning everything, get it ready for the next day. Big day coming up on Sunday to be bowl announcement day. And luckily we've been through this a few times now the last few years, but we you hear the bowl game announcement coming up. How does it change your preparation this year, knowing that one, you've had more time to to know you're going to the postseason than than some past years? Yeah, no, it's been a big benefit knowing that we've been bowl eligible. Um, so we were able to get ahead on some things, um, but finding out where and when, um, now we can finally start getting a plan in place. So whether that's just logistics where it comes to, you know, when do we need to set the truck up and when is it going to leave to how much time we have to get ready for everything. And, you know, in the case of where we're going, you know, it could be more, more gear that we're bringing or it could be less gear or so it. Yeah, it determines, you know, what we're bringing and then kind of timeline as it goes into that. But fortunately, we've been able to kind of get ahead on some stuff. Oh, you were dreading yesterday. You were just hoping that customs announcement yesterday, the Bahamas Bowl, that Toledo gets to go back through. Yeah, I did not want to go through that again. It's an interesting experience, I'll tell you what. You know, it's something that you can – it's a feather in the cap once you do it once. But uh, there's a lot more involved when you travel internationally than you do domestically. That's for sure. Well, when you think about a bowl game, it's already an elevated road game, if you will. I mean, normally you're you're taking a lot of things on the road. You talked about the jerseys, the coaches' uh, equipment, all the headsets that you see on the sideline, and then all of that's already elevated on a bowl game. But there's also other aspects that go into the bowl game in terms of different gear that might be getting ordered for players, staffs. You're, you're dealing with a lot more people than you usually are. What are some of the extra things that your office is having to plan when you know that, hey, you know, we're going to be bowl eligible this year and we've got to start looking into all of these different things, getting ready for that experience? Sure. Yeah. So when it comes to players and and coaches and for majority of the staff wise, so everyone's going to get, you know, kind of a new new issue, new run of things to wear for the bowl game. You know, a lot of it's going to be very bowl specific itself too. So again, when we find out, you know, we can put logos on everything, but they're going to new, get a new travel suit, um, stuff to wear for the bowl game. They'll get stuff to wear down there. There's a bunch of events that uh, the team will take part of. So we'll get them some new gear when it comes to that. And part of it on not just the kind of apparel and equipment side, but we also – you know, depending on where we go, we get stuff to help us go to the bowl game, whether if it's more bins and covered hampers um, just to take the equipment there or or bags because you always need backup stuff for practice and games. Um, you know, and sometimes you need some new practice stuff. Like a couple of years ago, 
you know, practice sites, we had to actually get a, a clock to travel with because we do practice down there. So determining where is a factor uh, what we're getting for the year, but there's there's a nice little package coming for, for the guys and coaches, and hopefully they're excited about that. Well, and when you think about that stuff, I mean, from your perspective, not only organizing that, ordering that, I know a lot of the times you're in on the process of designing those things. So when people see a, um, you know, a Camellia Bowl t-shirt or Bahamas Bowl, you've had a role in that. When you and Ben Herman, our assistant AD for equipment, are, are getting into that process of designing those things as well, the different logos that you see or, or the, you know, the t-shirts, whatever it may be, what are some of the things you guys are looking to accomplish um, when you are when you are doing that, is it just about being creative and doing something unique? Is it about branding for the university? What what goes into that decision making process? Not just ordering the the pieces themselves, but what they're going to look like once they're done. Yeah, it's actually it's both uh, when it comes to that. So, you know, we'll do you know football specific branding. So we're going to have diamond plate, um, the diamond plate E on our travel stuff. Um, we're going to put the bow logo on some items too. So trying to incorporate what the bow logo is going to look like and how we can connect that to, to Eastern uh, with designs. Obviously, we kind of have to wait on that a little bit. We have some some kind of ideas in our head that we've kind of thrown out there. Um, and then we're doing some different items this year too. It's, it's a nice kind of time to kind of play around with the different um, – just designs and materials using those designs that we'll kind of throw on some items this year as well, too. So it it's exciting uh, when it comes to our aspect, kind of designing that stuff, but usually sticking with the school colors and the school branding and throwing a little bit different, uh, some cool stuff on there uh, we have in the work. So I'm excited about a couple pieces and we'll see. Anytime you have a big event like this or even just a traditional game day, I mean, it takes more than just you and, and, Ben Herman to get things done. You have a tremendous student staff. You've got a lot of volunteers. You've got external vendors that you're dealing with. Walk us through that process. I mean, it's not just you guys. It is guys helping set up, tear down, travel, load gear, and even vendors that you have to work through as well. Yeah, so we'll work with our main vendors, you know, school sponsors, Adidas. So we've been already working with them, playing ahead. And then there's, there's kind of outside ones we do too. So well, we kind of have a local guy in Madison Heights who's going to be embroidering a lot of our stuff for him. So giving the heads up, hey, you have 200 pieces coming this day and another 200 coming the next day. Uh, third vendor this year that's going to be doing a lot of our T-shirts and helping us design. And then, yeah, we have, I think, nine students and a GA that's going to be already on kind of, hey, we got practice these couple days and we'll practice down there. and getting all the bowl packages together, kind of give them a heads up of, you know, kind of have a big issue and a big, big window of, of stuff coming in that we need to put together coming soon. And then, you know, I touched on it before, but even reaching out to our trucking company, give them a heads up on, Hey, if we're going here, what's the timeline on the truck going there, coming back, um, working with, you know, we, the bowl site and comes to practice stuff down there, what they'll have available what the hotel offers because still got to do laundry down there too. So we got to, got to figure out that stuff. Um, do you so ever yeah. have time to sleep? <laughs> uh, sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, 
I mean, it's it's fun though. It's a lot of preparation when you get just getting there, and then when you get there, you get to enjoy it. Talking with Don Vallada here on the Eastern Insider Podcast. His group in the equipment room is getting ready to prepare for yet another bowl game this year. Greg, I think it's really interesting when Don talks about, too, just everybody that's affected by a bowl game. We talk about it a lot from our side of things, but really just the example of having to, you know, 300, 400 T-shirts going to a vendor in Madison Heights or, or here in Ypsilanti, where it may be. A bowl game really can affect the community financially too. I mean, there's a lot of business that's at stake when we play an extra game that maybe that person wouldn't usually be getting. Yeah, you mentioned it. You look at it, people that you work with all the time. We think of the the first bowl game when uh, we heard it was Popeyes. You were going and grabbing boxes of chicken <laughs> and stuffing those. But uh, a little different uh, last time was we, you go to the Quick Lane Bowl and you know it's right in your backyard. You can grab stuff. Here we know it'll be different because uh, not likely that you're going back to your backyard. Yeah, I think it's it, it's just really an interesting thing to think about how many people are affected. And and you talk about that process, Dom, of ordering the gear, getting the gear, getting it embroidered, all of that type of thing. Let's start with kind of the beginning of that process. Obviously, there's a really quick turnaround between when you find out that you're going to a bowl or which bowl you're going to, and then having to be prepared to have everything ready to go. So first and foremost, when you're when when you and Ben are having conversations, at what point in the year do you guys start thinking about, okay, this is going to be a possibility. And then how early are you, are you kind of hedging your bet and, and placing an order before, you know, sometimes, uh, unfortunately, no, uh, we'd love to do that. Uh, we really start around, around five wins is we start discussing it real seriously. Um, so Adidas offers what they call playoff pack. So what they want to see, uh, their bowl eligible teams in. So we'll start looking at, what does that look like? Um, what are the numbers inventory really available for that? And then the different options and start. I, I start building a cart kind of early, a quote unquote wish list of items. And then we'll kind of kind of go from there what we're actually going to order um, when it comes to, you know, what the players would like, what the coaches would like and everyone else we take care of. So about that five games. Uh, then I started giving people a heads up too. you know, one thing I forgot to mention is the bowl patch goes on Jersey. So I had to make sure that our, our seamstress who's down in Texas kind of giving her heads up that, Hey, around the holidays, you're going to have, you know, a lot of jerseys sent to you. So we'll plan in advance and then you can never do too early planning if anything doesn't work out. But, um, once we're, once we got seven, then we kind of let, uh, let all the purchasing fly this year. You've worked in the NFL. You worked at Ohio State before. How much do places like that help your preparation, having gone through this on a much bigger scale? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's huge. Um, I was fortunate to go to four bowl games at Ohio State and be a part of that. And then traveling every week in the NFL is different than you travel in college. So, you, you know, which we may have this year, we have flights involved. So just having the knowledge of, hey, these these things that we can fly on the plane. These are things that we need to kind of truck in our truck. Um, and then being at different sites with different bowl. Each bowl game is different. So some practice sites are off-site. So you have a whole complete different setup. Some are right there at the stadium. So just the different experiences can help make the preparation easier for whatever bowl game that we go to because 
I like to think I've been prepared for every scenario that could come up. This would be your fourth bowl game with Eastern Michigan. Hard to believe that already fourth in the last six years. You've done it as a student worker at Ohio State. You've done some awesome travel, of course, in the NFL. Now you've been doing it multiple times as a full-time employee and leading a group of students of your own. Of course, it's a busy couple of weeks. There's not going to be much rest involved. There's a lot to look at when you actually get to the game and a lot of responsibility. But for you, from a personal standpoint, what's something you look forward to about going to a bowl game? Because ultimately, we know it adds a lot of work to the to the year, but there's got to be some benefit as well. Yeah, no, it's, you know, and I'll, I tell our students too, because they'll, they'll see the amount of prep that it takes. But, you know, it's always a lot to get there. And then when you get there, that's, that's the fun. It's always fun being at a bowl game, experiencing the different cities that you probably have never been to before and may not have gone to if it wasn't for the bowl game. So, you know, that, that to me is the fun is being, being in a different city, meeting different people, different stadium, the whole different, um, everything around a bowl game is kind of elevated. So it's a different feel. It's a different vibe. So that, that makes it fun. Um, once you get there and, and being able to experience all of that. And each bowl game's different, and each one's kind of fun in their own way. We know that we don't get to make the decision. Uh, that comes from the Bulls. But uh, if you were a guy who got to throw the, the dart at the bulletin board, where are you going? Where do you think we're going? Uh, I've kind of had a feeling all year that we're, we're going to be heading to Boise. I think, uh, I think it's going to be bringing the gray turf to the blue turf and – and kind of experience all that. I've been fortunate where I've been there before, so I, I know what to expect a little bit from that city. Uh, that's just that's just kind of what I've had in my head. Um, I've been wrong the past three other times, so <laughs> I don't know how much to take <laughs> to take on that one. But uh, yeah, that's just kind of what I'm. My thought was my feeling. Well, Dom, I, I think that uh, Boise certainly. Uh, a good guess. That's one of them that I, I think is certainly in place. So we'll have to see. We've got a few more days to wait to find out what happens on Sunday evening. But before then, Dom, thank you for joining us on the show. Good luck in all your bowl preparation. It's going to be a busy week, a busy couple of weeks for you. And then if we are in Boise, we'll see you hopefully very bundled up there on the side. That's one thing that I used to work for Dom. So it's one thing I've enjoyed going for, to Greg's office is uh, I get to sit in the 70 degree press box now. Dom's still on the sidelines. So well, until then, good luck with everything, and we really appreciate your time. Awesome. Thanks for having me. There he is. It's Tom Vallada, Assistant Equipment Manager here at Eastern Michigan. You're listening to the Eastern Insider Podcast, the only show that brings you all things Eastern all the time. Looking for a ride? Trinity Transportation has the vehicle for you. From luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans, Trinity Transportation is prepared to take you to your destination. Check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877-284-4200 to book today. That's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200. Trinity Transportation, the official transportation provider of Eastern Michigan Athletics. There's only one place in the state of Michigan that takes you straight inside the locker room, and that's the Eastern Insider Podcast. Your chance to get in on the action, bringing you more coverage than any other program in the mitten. Plenty of things going on, and that's why we want to catch up with Eastern Michigan Vice President and Director of Athletics, Scott Weatherby. You look at the bowl 
A few years ago, it was, are we in lobbying and waiting to that last minute, sending coach a text as he's at the podium uh, at the banquet uh, to say, hey, we're going to the quick lane bowl. This year, the drama is much less suspenseful, but it doesn't mean it's not many less exciting to know there's still lots of options for this team to continue to play on. Yeah, it's it's really nice to go into uh, you know these last couple weekends knowing that um, we're going to a bowl somewhere. Um, now the challenge is, is everybody thinks I have this inside knowledge of where we're going to be and what do you think and just so many things have to play out. But it, it was nice. Um, you know, last Friday I was able to you know, send a note to coach and say, you know, I'm really looking forward to this Saturday watching some college football and not rooting against people. Um, I don't like to root against people, but when you're hoping that teams don't get to six and six, so your team can get to a bowl game, it it was more stressful than just watching our games and hoping we get a win. So um, I was glad that we didn't have to worry about that uh, this this past weekend. And I'm just excited for our, our student athlete. People have seen Eastern's track record traveling to bowls. We saw the Quick Lane Bowl. It was immense support for Eagle Nation. Mm-hmm. At the Camellia Bowl, again, same deal. There were a flood of people that found their way to Montgomery. This time continues to be that trend. We've already seen over 500 people go onto the emueagles.com bowl interest form and say they want to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you are able to show that to the bowls, how much does it mean? Yeah, it certainly helps us. Uh, It's really unique now the way the bowl structure is because ESPN does own a number of those uh, bowl games and we're associated with with many of them. But we do. We have a communications package that we like to send to the bowls so they know know, what Eastern Michigan is all about, the excitement that we have um, here and and the opportunity that now this is our fourth bowl game in six years and how excited our fans are and how well we travel and um, where our alumni bases are in those different bowls. And so we, we, we like to let kind of the general manager or the bowl reps uh, know about Eastern Michigan and how we play close games. And um, we've been on ESPN2 the last three weeks and have ESPNU today, and um, it's good football. You know, and people are excited, they're close games. And um, so that helps us. That helps us when, you know, they're thinking about, hey, it's between these two schools, which one should we take? Um, in conversations with ESPN, you know, they're looking at matchups as well. And so having that information at their fingertips is something that we make sure we do provide them as well. Here with Scott Weatherby at the half. One of the dates, if you want to circle one coming up on the calendar, will be Saturday, December 11th. A living legend returns to Eastern Michigan's campus as George Gervin, one of the 75 best of all time to play in the NBA, returns home. And it's uh, George Gervin Day, sponsored by Game Above, coming up. And not only is it a way to honor George by coming home, but it's a great day to come back to campus for students, faculty, staff, and really alums. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited about this. This is something that uh, I've had discussions with Game Above for for many months about uh, George Garvin. And we knew that the 75th anniversary of the NBA uh, was coming up. There was whispers about a documentary that they were putting together um, about George Gervin. And so when we were having those discussions, it was like, look, we got a new, a new coach that's an alum that played here that um, we want to get more of our alumni back and our basketball um, former players back. We also want to get fans to get back engaged with our program. We want to get students involved. And hey, let's, let's recognize one of our living legends. Let's uh, celebrate the 75th anniversary 
of um, the NBA and him being a top 75 player. Also, the documentary that they're working on and, and Stan Heath be able to go and say, hey, let's let's bring former players back and just build that all up into a non-conference game, get people here to see the excitement and then turn around and hopefully those people start to continue to come back as we roll into max season after the holidays. And uh, I'm just really excited and I really appreciate Game Above and the sponsorship and, and willing to, they, they want to help our students. And so that's why all the initiatives are about our students and our faculty. And having the opportunity to give $75 in, in, um, to our students, to a thousand of them, I mean, they're committing $75,000 to our students on campus just to help them before the holidays. It's finals week is coming up. Um, and then to turn around and have our student emergency fund where, hey, faculty, if you come to the game, uh, we're going to donate and you're basically on your behalf to the student emergency fund. So faculty can actually help our students on campus. I just think it's just great that they want to kind of bundle all that together and that we're working together um, hand in hand through this project. So just really excited. I hope everybody comes out and we want to fill more than just the lower bowl. We want to fill up the convocation center and we're really excited. It will be a game. You are encouraged to wear white as we ice out the convo. Uh, white t-shirts will be given out and also bobbleheads for those uh, select 50 that are very hard to come by. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of those collector's items that's going to be worth a lot. And uh, so we're excited we'll be able to do that. And we're going to uh, actually put a, a towel, a, a George Gervin towel out for everybody as well. So it's going to look really good in there and, and real excited. And then you get to see our team, you know, and a lot of people don't uh, recognize we've got a lot of new faces and, and obviously coaching staff and it gives everybody an opportunity and we're playing uh, Florida International uh, and so excited to you know have that competition on that Saturday one o'clock we also have discounted tickets uh, we're doing having fun with uh, George Garvin was number 24 here so we're doing 24% off uh, so you can get tickets for seven dollars and sixty cents that's a that's a pretty good deal well, you didn't uh, want to go with the out. Spurs number yeah an even bigger number yeah, we, we, we could think about that uh, maybe that's a, a future play for us do a four for 44 or something exactly. like that but we'll, we'll, we'll work on that and then our last big initiative i want to hit on today is one that was announced just before thanksgiving and that is a one million dollar challenge gift that the department of athletics was given by former emu board of regents chair phil Arn incarnati uh and really, again, fundraising has been something that you've done a phenomenal job during your tenure at raising money, shattering all those those goals. But an impressive gift for Phil. But he needs other people's help to make sure this happens. Yeah, I've had numerous conversations uh, with Regent Incarnati, and, and he's just an awesome man. He loves this university. He's dedicated so much time to Eastern Michigan. And during those discussions, he says, Scott, I want to help you be able to raise more money. Like I, I, I let me help seed something and then you go out and challenge others. And, and let's, instead of this being a million dollar gift, let's make it a $2 million gift. And, and by challenging basically me to be able to have conversations with with um, fans and alumni and, and friends of the program to say, hey, we've got somebody out here that 
he literally is not going to hand any money to me until I go get it. And so that that actually helps me when I'm out meeting with uh, individuals and, and having those conversations. And so I'm hoping that, you know, we have Giving True Day on Tuesday, uh, this coming Tuesday, and we're really pushing people to, you know, make pledges to, um, to really anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be the Student Athlete Performance Center or our Champions uh, Building Plan. It can, it can go to any, any of our sports. And, you know, just, I just want to encourage people to help out all of our sports. And, and um, you know, we've got a lot of things we want to do. And, and Phil recognizes that, and I really appreciate him uh, push, pushing that challenge. But Giving True on Tuesday, uh, I'm making my pledge payment on that day, and I ask everybody else to step up and, and help us out, and, and uh, let's crush all numbers. And this will be our, obviously having the million-dollar gift on that day will make it have the largest gift we've had on Giving True Day, but I want to keep adding to that. This has been another edition of the Eastern Insider Podcast, powered by Learfield and presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. Tune in every Monday for new episodes all year long. And don't forget to visit emueagles.com slash podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts for all of our episodes on demand.